TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by Your Imports of Memphis. They have been in the auto repair business since 1999. They serve the Mid-South specializing in European luxury cars, including Land Rover, Jaguar, Bentley, Rolls-Royce, Mercedes-Benz, Smart, BMW, Mini, Mercedes, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Volkswagen, slash Aldi, and Porsche. If you are searching for first-in-class service from people who have a passion for luxury vehicles, they are right for you. They are equipped to perform all mechanical services, including factory-recommended mileage-based services, complex repairs, and difficult diagnostics. They are located in the heart of Broad Avenue Arts District. For more information, contact them at www.euromotorcarsofmemphis.com. Welcome back to Behind Bluff City, you guys. As always, with you is the dynamic duo. I'm Kate Friedel. And I'm Scovia Wilson. And we're so glad to have you. Absolutely. And we just want to extend a warm, um, just hello (laughs) and welcome Mm -hmm. and just everything. Warm hugs. Everything in the universe. That's amazing. We love you guys so much. And we're so thankful that you um, listen to all of our episodes. You Mm -hmm. send us texts and likes and all of these things. Yeah. And um, so you, our subscribers, we love you. We thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Mm. We have a great episode for you guys today. With us today is Nicholas Raymond, and he is a band member of Star and Mycie. Amazing. Yep. Oh, yeah. my gosh. One of four lead singers, but oh. we'll get to that within the episode. Mm-hmm. So before we, you know, segue into this awesome episode. So awesome. <laughs> you guys are your, in for a treat. Yeah. What was your favorite episode? episode moment oh my gosh there's so many moments and he's so funny so funny he's so funny so many Um, stories yeah definitely the most inspirational was of course them um, finally releasing an album after so many losses you know when people say like um you do so much and you fail and you fail like just keep like picking yourself up and i feel like their story is just that they failed so many times but they just kept going and the actual name of the album is get them next time get i've been trying time, to say yes. that in our country way <laughs> get them next time get them next time yeah so that was my favorite You're just so formal uh, get them next time was that really formal no okay you were. i'm gonna try it one more time do it again get them next time <laughs> and moving on okay moving on all right next maybe next time maybe next time but that was my favorite moment um just kind of it was just inspirational to me because of course uh, you know <laughs> If you try things, you're going to fail and fail. But the key is just to keep moving on and uh, keep trying. Yep. So that was my favorite about the whole episode. He's just an awesome person. Yeah. Yeah. How about yourself? Um, Mine's a little selfish. I uh, loved getting to talk to him about like the roots of their music Mm -hmm. and then talking to him a little bit about the Beatles, Mm -hmm. which is like one of my favorite bands and has been um, forever. That like spoke to your soul, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it did. You know, because, you know, I love them because my dad loved them. Yeah. Love my dad and... Hi, Dad. Hi. Um, Dad is awesome. Yeah, his bit mojo is awesome. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but And then, you know, we, we sang a little bit. We sang a little we bit did. in this episode, you guys. So <laughs> uh, get ready. <laughs> Stay tuned. And be kind. Um, <laughs> I think right. they will. Yeah. So but. I think you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll enjoy. talk to you soon. Absolutely. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Behind Bluff City, you guys. This is episode six, and our wonderful guest is Nick Redman. You are here with the dynamic duo. I am Kate Friedel, and as always, my awesome co-host is Scovia Wilson. Scovia, tell us a little bit about our guest today. So he was signed to the legendary Ardent Music label who launched Power 
Power Pop Pioneers, uh, Jody Stephan, better known as Big Star, Star and Macy's uh, Soulful Folk slash Pop Band from Memphis, Tennessee. And Nick Rendman is one of the band members. What do you do, Nick? How are y'all? Howdy. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Hi. Hi. So <laughs> glad to have you. So I think it's funny, real quick, uh, whenever we were with Ardent, uh, Josh mm-hmm. Cosby is the other lead singer of... Uh, of a star Micey, and he would always have his name really misspelled. Uh, it would always be Josh Crosby, like ah. uh, you know, Bing. yeah. And Jody, from time to time, would would have, of course, everyone would be like, well, "How are you, Mr. Crosby?" You yeah. Know? And uh, I don't know. You you, it's Stevens, and you called him Stefan. Oh, really? And I, said, I hope he hears this. Oh so la la, Stefan. That's okay. It's, Stevens and he says uh, I hope he hears Jody I hope you're hearing this it's not Crosby this time it's Stephens <laughs> thank you for that Scovia you're welcome hopefully we get to meet him I know a lot yes. about you guys you know I know a lot I did my homework yeah. before I came here yeah oh let do us tell know. no 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 a gentleman never tells I, I just know I just know oh that's okay. awesome all right we're excited. We're going to get a few of those nuggets. I'm, yeah, we I'm are. feeling it. <laughs> he doesn't know, Kate. He doesn't know. I, you're, you're right. I am on the blind side of this. <laughs> okay. So we like to start out every episode with um, our favorite Memphis moments. It, mm-hmm. And so um, for us, it's been like we use moments that we've been around Memphis lately. Um, but for you, it could be anything. It could be a moment that you've been a part of. It could be a moment in the recent history or in the way past. So, shoot. Okay. Uh, you caught me off guard on that one. But <laughs> See? I, I come prepared. <laughs> this past week, um, I had the opportunity to record a man named Pastor Elvis. Mm. And... Pastor Elvis's story, his name is George, he's been walking from New Hampshire to Nashville to Memphis for seven years now Mm -hmm. to Sun Studio Um, because more or less he kind of um, made an arrangement with God, uh, our our Lord, and said, Mm -hmm. what I will do for you, God talking to him uh, at a very low point in his life, is give you the spirit of Elvis Presley and his generosity, right? And I want you to use it to cure children's cancer and homelessness. You know, the first time I met him three years ago and he told me that I, for some reason, the first question I asked was, uh, (laughs) what did you ask? You walked here? (laughs) And he said it took him 14 days. Wow. Uh, And he's been doing it every year. And, I said, well, have you ever recorded anything? Have you ever, how far has this plan gotten? You know, let's get the ball moving. And he said, well, I've recorded once, but it was was very briefly um, many, many years ago. And, you know, things have changed since then. And I said, well, I'll talk to Sun and see if we can, see if we can record you, you know, a a song of of yours, but preferably an Elvis song, Mm -hmm. considering the circumstances. And so, like clockwork, he showed up at Elvis Week, walked there, took him 12 days, and there he is, and son had agreed and and said, yeah, uh, no problem, we'll let him do a song, and we did. And I'm going to get in touch with who I can, with St. Jude, and I think it'd be a really good cause to kind of open up a donation platform for people to donate Mm -hmm. to St. Jude, 
and hear this man's cause because really I can talk about him, Pastor Elvis all day long, but to meet him mm-hmm. and to see him, his personality and action is, it speaks for itself. I mean, the guy is one of the most gentle spirits I've ever encountered, you know. It, so I'm sure he's not listening, but Pastor E, there it was, man. Shout I, out to him. I, 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 I plugged you, Elvis. Pastor E. <laughs> right. Mm. But that I was. Can, I want to meet my, him. Yeah, it, it, he's, he's wonderful. Um, uh, that was my Memphis moment, was seeing him stand on the spot that Elvis Presley did wow. when he first changed rock and roll history and um, seeing can't can't help falling in love with you you know wow it was wonderful and how do you do he did great did he yeah he i've never seen anyone give that much in a performance yeah you know uh it's hard it's hard to do i'm sure he was nervous you know Mm -hmm. after walking there all that time Mm -hmm. and dreaming of that moment Mm -hmm. for it to come true i'm sure he was very nervous but seeing his dream come true and seeing what could potentially be uh something more than that like maybe he can Let's see how far he gets, right? Yeah. So I'm putting a video together right now of, of Big E. And Big gonna, E? Yeah, we're going to see what happens. That's awesome. Well, we can't wait to see it. Definitely let us know when it's, it's, it's out. It's great. I, I got some pictures I'll show you later. Perfect. He, he's something else. Oh. We need to put him in there. That? Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely put him in our social media. Like that's network. Netflix documentary worthy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know, like he, that's so- he actually, you know, it's funny. I was talking to someone about that, and they, they said, have you thought about doing yeah. a documentary on this oh, man? Yeah. And I said, oh, Lord, there's not enough film in the world but <laughs> to capture this this person. But at the same time, mm-hmm. they're exactly right. Uh, it would meet him once, guys. Yeah. You'll never you'll never forget. And, yeah. and you'll you'll leave inspired. That's the way he leaves most people, I think. Is he'll look you right in the eye mm-hmm. and, and tell you that one person can make a difference. Absolutely. You know? They can. Wow. <laughs> Um, how was how was uh, what was your Memphis moment? Uh, I don't no, think you can top that one. I was about to ask you. You followed that up, <laughs> right? Hmm. Oh, I'm sure she can. She's uh, Scovia is one of the biz- busiest people I've ever met. I'm sure she's got many of them. Oh my gosh! Well, slightly not too busy, but uh, you're right, Redmond. Hmm. Did a little research on me there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so my Memphis moment is actually not in Memphis. It was this past weekend. I went to Adamsville, Tennessee. Uh, my best friend Sydney Thomas. Shout out to her. Shout she's out. leaving for france uh to teach english as a second language so i'm so excited and she is as well so we kind of like um threw a party for her at her house and uh love going there of course it's the country and she has like four horses three donkeys (laughs) (laughs) yeah a bunch of cats and a bunch of dogs so i had a blast sounds like my kind of people exactly (laughs) okay and i love okay y'all know i love the country accent and she has this cousin (laughs) And he's like, Scovia, you're going to play with me? I was like, yes. You're Can getting I take good it at home? it. I know. I've been practicing. I'm y'all. Doing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all. Because I typically say you all. But, it, but, when, but, but Kay, when she says it, isn't it like the most proper y'all you ever uh, heard? It's yeah. like... It's like silk, that's an engineered it's a silk covered y'all. y'all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Y'all. Well, I don't receive that. Okay, it's getting better. Oh no. Oh no. Because <laughs> I want it to sound country. You're getting there. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna get there, y'all. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was good. Okay, but that was my Memphis moment. I get to go out of town and actually have a vacation because my phone didn't work, and I love that. Like away from technology, away from emails, and all that good jazz. Um, yeah. So going to Adamsville, Tennessee, to 
um, send my friend off to France. And okay. she leaves next Tuesday. So so your Memphis moment was leaving Memphis. Yes. <laughs> That's fu- well, that, hey, Memphis moments are I was going to say, I, I, have to, I have to agree. It's like you never appreciate this town more until you leave it and come back. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I agree oh, with yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> so mine would have to be Nano One Day. Mm-hmm. Scovy and I and a couple of my friends were at the Laughlin Yard mm-hmm. for Choose Nano One took over the Laughlin there. Yard. Ooh. You, you were there? There's so many people. What? Though. Yeah, we danced the night. We, we did. had such a good time. We had so much fun. So oh my gosh. Fun. Yeah. So I think the best moment was like when they opened the dance floor and he opened it with um can't stop the feeling uh-huh by justin timberlake yeah yeah that was the best that was the best it's my jam was yeah it my jam? Mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. were you there dancing as well i was there guys i, I it's funny i'm everywhere you know it's, first of all <laughs> he is everywhere i'm just hanging out no i did, I did I, if i had seen you i would have said hello but yeah I, i'm sorry guys no don't be sorry no, i'm sorry yeah you're supposed to be here not today. The more you know. Yeah, the more you know. <laughs> Josh and Jeremy were playing. Uh, were they? Two of the members of Star That's Star-Mons. amazing. Mm-hmm. They were playing that night. Yay! Yeah. So I was there to see them. One of our um, guests, Esso, mm-hmm. played that night too. So, artistic approach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're and Marcella? They were um, with who? Marcella played that night as well. Really? Oh, no, I'm not sure. We missed, we missed that performance. We got there like... Six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. We were working till five. We were. Well. So some of the... Why pe- are things start at four? What is that? Oh, that it's, it's 901 day. <laughs> I know. So we started... <laughs> we start drinking early in Memphis. I don't know. If- That's true. <laughs> and Yoohoo at 630. Yeah. <laughs> and Yoohoo, y'all, for everyone who doesn't know, like myself, it's chocolate milk. So yeah, Yoohoo is chocolate Escofia, milk. You, that was your Memphis moment. It yeah, you slick. just You just drank Yoohoo for the very first time. <laughs> Yeah, you know. I'm glad I was a part of that. <laughs> Thanks. How was it? It was amazing. Okay, I love chocolate milk. I'll you drink like it. Ice in it though. Oh my god, it's so good. And also white milk ice. with ice. Yes. Well, okay, with white milk. Okay, normal milk. Mm-hmm. Um, I love putting ice in it because I just love ice. Hence anemic. Mm-hmm. But with chocolate milk, you have to savor it. Mm-hmm. It has to be cold though. Like I have to put it in the freezer or something. That wasn't cold enough. It was cold, but it wasn't too cold. Yeah, my I, teeth have it to. It wasn't scovy. Okay, that's right. You're cold natured. There it is. What? I told you I did my research. <laughs> She's am freezing. I pretty cold? <laughs> She's freezing. <laughs> I am cold, but yeah. anyways. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So and she likes her tea boiling. Oh my! I like, like heated, boiling. I heated her up a thing of tea last <laughs> night, and she's like, "Can I stick this in the microwave?" <laughs> and she like put it on for two more minutes, and I was like, "Scovia, girl, do you have any taste buds left?" Mm, the answer is no. <laughs> yes, no, you guys, she does not. Yes, I do. No, I don't receive that. <laughs> she's turning it all down today. Well, because I she's do not, have Scovia taste buds. is not having it. I'm not receiving that I don't have receiving. taste buds. Oh, no. Because it's that simple. I either receive or I don't receive. I either way, my day is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and what tea are you drinking now? This it's is- called Arabic tea. It's the best. You guys can get it at the Arabic store in summer. Nice. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, if you guys are listening, hey, sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, we're going to we make a lot of people time, famous yeah. on this show. <laughs> we, are, yeah, you know? we are. We do. Yeah. Whether they want to be or not. <laughs> Okay, so Nick, back to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Where are you originally from and how did you end up doing music in the music scene? How did you do that? 
I know, right? So well, much. I was raised by wolves in Clarksville, Tennessee. <gasps> no. Yeah. I, no, I'm kidding. Like guys. me? Cheetahs in Africa? No. <laughs> <laughs> threw you off there, didn't I? <laughs> you threw me one. Wait, you weren't raised by cheetahs? Uh, Wait, was. you weren't? Um, you, you didn't know? Mind blown. I know. This is Actually, it was lions and then, yeah, and then hyenas. That's why I'm so fast. Like, I run really fast. Hence, I did track. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't tell which is serious and which is not. <laughs> Guys, you I was outran the hyena. That's a fast animal. That was my coach. Okay, <laughs> you gotta beat the coach, don't you? That was my coach. <laughs> no, I did not run with the hyenas. Oh my lord! Nor the cheetahs. Yeah. I was raised by normal families <laughs> in Sudan. A great one, actually. Yes. You guys are funny. Do you have a lot of people on this show? Is, is this, or am I a guinea you pig? You are sick. No. I, I feel like I'm being. You're not. Sixth not. episode. Okay. Shout out to everyone who's been on the podcast, yeah, they're though. They're awesome. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I noticed we like routinely like go back to their episodes in every next episode. Oh, we do. So we're going to talk about you like later on. Little yeah, episode. so like that podcast we had Nick on. Like he talked about him being like raised by the wolves. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wasn't and raised you. by wolves, unfortunately, guys. <laughs> um, I used to say that because I was kind of in a weird way. Uh, not that my parents weren't there or anything. They were always there. Mm-hmm. But there were other children to pay attention to. So I spent a lot of time alone with a pack of dogs in the woods. And... You know, I, I never thought about it until kind of recently. I told you guys I was doing a little soul searching this yeah. past week. And mm-hmm. I think that shaped a lot of who I became. Uh, I, I'm not sure it was the isolation or the docs, you know, yeah. and the seeing how they interact with one another. Because out there in the woods, it's not like in the house. Yeah. You know, they don't. There's a different set of rules that they're obeying by. Yeah. And it is a great feeling. To observe that and it's also a great feeling that when you move five to seven big big dogs move yeah. with you you know and it, it's very powerful feeling you know kind of insecure and so I would spend a lot of time out there in the woods a lot and to answer I guess your question I'm sure we only have a certain amount of time I was going to be in the Olympics that was my original plan epicness that's uh, I was in gymnastics for 10 years um, competitively, and we were training towards towards that, and uh, busted my knee and couldn't really make my leg all the way straight. You probably couldn't notice, you know, but to a judge, you can notice. And if you can't get a perfect score, then you can't mm-hmm. be in the Olympics, you know. So, God, what is what is the saying? Uh, you want to hear God laugh? Tell him about your plans, right? <laughs> well, that's it. So I never ever. This whole time I'm in gymnastics, I'm taking mm-hmm. piano lessons, you know, and, and I enjoyed it, but I never in a million years mm-hmm. thought that I would sing for a band one day. Mm-hmm. Not in a million, right. not in a billion. I I always knew that I would do something, I, I hoped, I should say, to do something uh, unconventional, but I never would have thought I would sing or be a musician. Mm-hmm. So when I busted my knee and I had to figure out a way to pass time one of the ways that i got to be good friends with my dad was i found a guitar in his closet and it had a big hole in it and big blonde alvarez with a hole in it um (laughs) and i said do you know how to play that thing because i'd never really heard him play it before it turns out he could play it really good (laughs) wow yeah and uh one thing led to another and i kind of just started 
he would always do this thing. He would go, well, Nick, you can't play the guitar until you can play this. And he would say, he'd play me like Blackbird by the Beatles, you know, which is a wonderful song <laughs> just about this. Yeah. Decayed soul. Do you know what that song is about? The civil rights movement? Yeah. Oh, it's it's beautiful. He, well, he actually met the people he wrote the song about. I brought him on stage. Wow. Uh, recently um, in, in Texas. Anyhow, one of my favorites as well. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I mean, I would play practice for 12 hours a day to try to impress him, you know, because I thought if I impressed him, you know, then what else, what else can you do? You know, it's the best thing you can do in this world. Um, is impress your parents, I guess, if you like them. <laughs> but that being said, he would come in and I'd play the song and inevitably I'd always mess it up. I mean, I was playing it perfect until he walked in the room and then it would just fall apart and, and I'd work harder and work harder and I'd finally get to play it and I'd play it for him perfectly. And he'd go, and I would think what's coming was him saying you're a guitar player now you know congratulations but instead he'd say hmm that's really good (laughs) but let me tell you if you can play this song and he would say another song and the rabbit would continue you know and it became you know it, it became this almost and now he's brilliant in my mind for doing that yeah. What a way mm-hmm. to get someone to keep going. You're striving for perfection. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if, what a, he tricked me. Yeah. He tricked me into learning guitar. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that I was doing it. Yeah. You know, I was, my goal wasn't even in guitar. It was to try to go, look what I can do. You know, yeah. you gave me a challenge. I'm going to overcome it. It's the competitive part of me, you know. And then. And then, you know, the rest is history, I guess I could say. (laughs) (laughs) I've been saying that joke all day. Yeah. The rest is history? The rest is history. (laughs) Nice. So let's talk about um, Star and Mycie. Sure. Um, uh, For those listeners who don't know, like, who's in the band, let's talk about the individual members, like, and how you guys fit together. And how did y'all end up together? That's a great question. Um, I read somewhere that you you met um, uh, Joshua. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> Joshua. I'm sorry. Oh, you're um, and in a bar, and y'all just kind of a it pub. Mm. Okay, a place <laughs> okay. frequented by you know <laughs> adults. Got the roast gas. <laughs> <the> yeah. <laughs> well, I okay. I, I'm trying to think, Josh. Josh Crosby. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. Josh Cosby. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to him. He's going to hear this. I'm going to make him. You don't mind. You don't mind. We're going to. We're going to tell everyone to to come hear his name mispronounced. Oh, absolutely. You know? Oh, yes. Come hear Josh's name mispronounced once more. <laughs> come hither. Okay. But this time it's a member of the band. No, we uh, we all grew up together and didn't really know it. We were all lead singers of our own different projects and kind of solo mm-hmm. in our own right. And I was working at Ardent Studios at the time. And a guy, an old friend named Brandon McGovern, talked me into starting this songwriter's night at Neil's. And it was Brandon McGovern, Van Duren, from Good question, which was an amazing 70s band alongside Big Star. And 
Jeremy Stanfill, and the fourth guy was me, you know, and Richard, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he was all, he's always been doing sound at Neil's and he looks, he's one of my favorite people in Memphis, by the way. Um, but, you know, Richard was kind of the reason that I kept coming back was he was just so, so inspiring. You know, he would always, I never thought I was that good. You know, I still don't. But again, that's that he kind of had that thing that my dad did, you know, like, man, come back next week, you know, and. Mm-hmm. And I love that Cat Stevens song you did this week. What else do you know by him? You know, and I'd go home, man. I'd go home and I'd learn the Cat Stevens catalog so I could impress Richard. You know, I don't think anyone really knows this part of it. So we're kind of talking off the cuff here, but we love off the cuff. Oh, we love it. No we love it a lot. <laughs> I don't think even Richard knows that. To be honest with you, that's awesome. He, Richard, listen. listen. Richard, <laughs> Richard could listen. almost be credited listen. to creating Star and Micey. Honestly, wow. um, he's still doing sound at Neil's. Neil's burned down, by the way, Memphis folk, but it moved out east and it's still in action. Okay, so there was this part. <laughs> we're making a lot of people famous. During the, again, we're, we're just doing it, guys. There's a part in the middle of the intermission where anyone off the street could walk up on mm-hmm. the stage and do their thing, you know, pour their heart out. And every single week, that person would usually be, and I don't mean any harm by this out there, guys, but it'd be kind of wacky. Yeah. You know, you get some really interesting characters in that intermission yeah. at Neil's on a Wednesday night at, ten, at 11, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, one night that was Josh Cosby. He was the guy. And Jeremy and I came in. Uh, how was that, Scovia? Jeremy and I. Oh, it was great. It was great, right? I'm so she, proud of you. Her and I are grammar, uh, you know, police. So we, that was great. I did my research. Because typically you say me. No. <laughs> yeah, no. No. My grandma would be so proud too. By the way, went and saw Shout her out yesterday. To grandma. Shout out to Graham. Love grandmas. Well, Josh shows up and he's already sitting there and he's doing yoga in his seat in the middle of a bar. He's doing this. <laughs> so for all the listeners right now. <laughs> Nicholas is doing yoga. <laughs> yes. And he's in the middle of a bar, you know, mm. doing this. And I remember he had a white t-shirt on and uh, he had these computer programmer glasses that were like this big that you would probably see on. <laughs> can we say? You can say anything you kind want of, to. They're uh, kind of, you know, um, what's the politically way? Don't. Someone who advances themselves on children. Uh, oh, my. Okay. Yeah, they look like those kind of glasses, you know. Um, needless to say, <laughs> it was creepy, you know. And he had this big, bushy beard, you know. And, no. And he got up on stage and, you know, and he just... I don't know if you've ever seen Josh by himself, guys, but it's 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 an incredible show, you know, <laughs> in just facial expressions alone. It is an incredible show. So... I was really weirded out by it, you know, and I I wasn't really sure what to think. But the girl that I was trying to date at the time Mm -hmm. said, that's my friend up there, Josh. (laughs) And you work at Ardent Studio. Mm -hmm. You guys should get together. And in my mind, I went, "Uh oh, Oh, you know, no, maybe not, you know. Yeah. But I said, well, so she said, let me go get Josh. I'm going to introduce you to him. I said, oh, here we go. Here we go. Little did I know that this would be the beginning of the next nine years of my life. But mm. he comes up. He says, hi, I'm Josh. He's one of the sweetest 
people. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, partner, you got a CD or something like that? You know, maybe something I can listen to? Uh, just generic producer thing to say to some artist, you know, yeah. that I've since left it. Uh, but he said, I'll be right back. I've got one. And I was surprised, you know, like, mm. where did he come up with that? You yeah. know, well, it's exactly what you thought it'd be. He, it's a blank CDR, you know, it says like Memorex on it. <laughs> and his name is scrawled <laughs> in like, uh, like you would hold a pen like so and uh-huh. write. And it's just scrawled Joshua Andrew Cosby around the CD. And that's it. There's no number. There's yeah. no nothing. I didn't realize at the time. I just took the C. I said, thanks, man. So I went home and I, I just knew that this girl that I'm interested in is going to test me on this. She's going <laughs> to ask me. Usually I have to be honest. I would have put it aside mm-hmm. and got maybe got to it later. I don't know if ever, <laughs> to be honest. But Josh, you owe it to Ashley, you know, <laughs> in Ireland, wherever she is. Now. Shout out to, to Ashley. Uh, shout out to Ashley Bailey. Uh, <laughs> there it is. But she... Uh, uh, nevertheless, she never did ask me about it, by the way, but mm-hmm. I listened to it thinking she would. Mm-hmm. And guys, when I tell you, I was moved by that CD. Wow. It was him in a room with a banjo mm-hmm. with only two or three strings on it. And you can hear like his dogs in the background. Mm-hmm. You can hear people yelling at each other in the kitchen. You can hear all this ambience, but then you hear his songs. It, and it's just him in this room, in this environment. And I don't know if it was his voice or the music or the, or the, just the whole thing just took me to a whole, it, it floored me, you know. And then I spent about a month and a half trying to get back in touch with him because he didn't own a telephone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a rotary phone that a roommate would answer and never deliver the message. And I went, it ain't that how it goes, you know. You find this diamond in a rough, <laughs> and you can't, you'll never find him again. You know, I, I couldn't get in touch with him. Well, one day my phone rings. Hey, it's, it, it's Josh. <laughs> I said, Josh, what? What's up? What's going on, man? I listened to that CD. I'm blown away. Do you have any other material? Do you have any? You know what? I'm just so interested in this this person's life. You know, all of a sudden, because again, what's on that CD is something I don't think anyone has ever heard. I think I'm one of very few people that have that have heard that CD. That's it's amazing. 24 songs of. To this day, it's the best music I've I've heard come from him mm-hmm. and most most musicians that I know. That's and I, I, I don't, I'm not saying I'm in any shape or form, um, well known, but I've met a lot of musicians mm-hmm. working in a studio and, and, uh, going on tour for eight years. I've met a lot of musicians and I'm to this day, that CD, those 24 songs are just, man, I, I can't tell you guys. I think it would have done it to anyone, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of almost a Daniel Johnston feeling to it. You know, you know, you know uh, how he would just, you can hear everything in his house okay. when he's, anyhow, <laughs> so I get in touch with him and I say, yeah, I'm sorry. I go on these no, tangents. Guys. I was like, yes. Give me a, uh, you know, when no, I need to shut up. No, not in the pod box. The pod yeah. box is. Kind of, I like the pod box, yeah. guys. You know, you're in the pod box. I like, I like it. <laughs> you lock it a lot. I lock it a lot. <laughs> well, you're here. <laughs> you're definitely here. Let me, 
That's awesome. And, and what happened next was actually, you know, I kind of have to speak delicately on this because, um, you know, I, I, I went to Ardent immediately and said, I got to record this guy. Yeah. You know, and, and they didn't have a label at the time. They had one back in the 70s, but it hadn't existed for a while. Mm-hmm. And I kind of came up with an idea of how to start the label. And it, that idea was kind of taken on by another guy named Joseph Davis, mm-hmm. a good friend of mine. And John Fry, God rest his soul, um, was like, well, instead of starting this label, why don't we just restart Ardent Music? And this model that you would, if it's described, that's what we'll use. Mm. I said, great. Well, I've got the first act for you. And his name's Josh Cosby. And he said, well, yeah, let's hear his music. John loved Josh. You Mm. should know that. I mean, they were great. They got along. You know, John loved Josh. But when I went and finally talked to him, he said, well, I kind of have a band. And I was going like, oh, you know, oh, you know, this, <laughs> it always ruins it. You know what I mean? You know, it, it seems so perfect the way that I heard it. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what? Great. You got a band. Okay. Who is who's in it? And he says, well, it's my buddy who plays bass and yeah. my buddy who plays drums. And collectively, we're called Star and Micey. And I went, <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Well, let's hear it. And he plays me a song that they had recorded uh, in his apartment called She's on Fire. And again, floored. I just go, I played it for everyone. I said, wow. this is the future, guys. Like, yeah. this is this is so right on. This is like the Violent Femmes meets Michael Jackson meets, <laughs> you know, the soul of Otis. It's just so good, you know. Yeah. And I, we put them on a fast track to making an album. That's cool. And so the first album of Star Amicey was me producing it and playing. They didn't have a guitar player. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, to. I didn't want there to be one. I wanted it to be just Josh mm-hmm. on acoustic and and bass, and that's where Jeff enters the picture. So I said, "Well, let me meet the other guys." You mm-hmm. know, so I go over to Josh's house, and Jeff Jeff Smith shows up, and this is a great. You know, as usual, this is a pretty cool story. I meet him, kind of go back and forth, and I got along really, really well with Jeff. And he said, all right, man, well, I got to go to Alaska. I'll be back in two weeks. And I just go, who okay. are these guys? You know, like, what right. in the world have I gotten myself into? You know? Yeah. Okay, okay have fun in Alaska. Yeah. We'll make a record when you come back. You know, that kind of thing. Okay. Fire spray. <laughs> you know. And so he returns, thankfully. He didn't get eaten by a polar bear. Okay. And he returns and... We make a record. Uh, we put it out in 2009. And uh, I think by the time, uh, within a few within a few songs of being tracked, the drummer quit. Mm. You know? Yeah. And it was just like, that would be the first of so many blows mm. to the band that I watched happen to me and happen to uh, Josh. Mm. I've, ne- I've never met a man so blessed and so cursed at the same time, you know. Yeah. And so right off the bat, drummer quits. We're like, oh my God, well, can we at least get him to finish the record and mm-hmm. then quit? You know, and he did. He agreed to finish his drum parts and we moved on. So then we don't have a drummer. And I said, all right, guys, here's the thing. I'm going to keep, if you don't mind, I, 
I'm going to open up the shows for y'all and then I'll play guitar on stage since I'm already there mm-hmm. and I'll be the lead guitar player. What do you think? And I was like, eh, you know, <laughs> not, you know, not really. Josh's girlfriend, I think, was a fan of the idea, oddly enough. I don't think she was confident in Josh's guitar playing. I thought it was great. I thought he was amazing. You know, I was sold on this guy. Yeah. I'm like, that man could take over the world, you know, and... If only he had a phone. If only he had a phone, you know. <laughs> so, so we came up with the idea of I, we didn't we didn't reinvent the wheel uh, on Beale Street. I saw someone playing uh, drums and guitar yeah. uh, and singing with their feet all at once. I said, Josh, what if all three of us did the one man band? And mm-hmm. you know, so it would be. You know, instead of just one person doing all the drums, we would do what that guy's doing, but the drum would be split up. Yeah. So you would do the kick, play guitar, sing. I'll play the lead parts, Mm -hmm. play the cymbal with my foot and sing. And Jeff will play the snare and uh, hi-hat with his feet and play bass and sing and we'll all harmonize. And he goes, I love it. Yeah, I, I love it. And we sat in his living room for months, y'all. Months doing nothing mm. but that. And it sounded awful. And then it sounded good. And then one day, it sounded good. And so in order, where whereas we could have quit right there, that drummer was amazing. His name was Jerry Meadows. He went on to do his own thing and still is. And I think he's producing now too. But... What could have broken up the band right there? Instead, we said, "Let's just keep playing. Yeah. Let's just keep playing music. I, I'm just going to keep pushing it, stoking the fire, you know." And at this point, I had never sung, guys. I had, I had sung a couple of solo shows at Neil's and done the open night mic thing. Like mm-hmm. I had never sung with a band in my life. You know, I was, it wasn't on the table. But Josh. The same guy that I believed so much in started encouraging me to sing, take the lead on some songs. And before you knew it, instead of one singer of Star Mice, there were two. And he would sing a song, I'd sing a song, and we'd go back and forth and back and forth. We didn't realize it yet, but that was what would become one of the staples of a Star Mice show is that there are two lead singers. Now, the band now is... Josh, Jeff, Jeremy, who would, that's a great story in itself. You know, we were doing the drum thing and Jeremy had just, with our feet, and Jeremy had just quit his um, recent project, I believe it was Streetside Symphony. And he was at home and he was kind of, I think, licking his wounds from that, like anyone would, Mm. after 15 years with a band. And we heard about it. And Josh and him were actually really good friends. Uh, Josh was one of Jeremy's biggest fans. I think later, Josh would tell me that the moment he decided to play music was when Jeremy pulled him on stage during a show of his. And Josh was a big fan of Jeremy's band at that time, Crippled Nation. And Josh knew all the words to the songs. You know, he's just this little kid from Mumford, you know. Jeremy doesn't know any different. He's just pulling a fan up on stage. And that he handed the microphone, I think, to Josh, and Josh sang the entire song. And f- Josh would tell us all later that that was the moment 
that he changed his mind from being a history teacher to being a musician. And so the same guy, I guess he wanted to repay that favor later down the road. So when he heard that Jeremy was no longer playing with those musicians, we were on our way to a 23-day tour in the Gulf. And Josh said, I want to pick up Jeremy and just take him with us. I think that would be good for him. And we called Jeremy on the phone and said, hey, do you want to go on tour for three weeks? He goes, when are y'all leaving? And we said, 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I want to go. <laughs> you want to go? And, and uh, he said, sure, let me wash my hair and my face and I'll get in. Oh and gosh. so we showed up at his house about five minutes later, sat yeah. out there and he came out and the rest is history. You know, he then became the drummer of the band. Mm-hmm. Jeremy also has an amazing voice. So then the band went from having two singers to four. Wow. And, and that's what it is right now. And that's yeah? what it is right now. It's okay. just kind of... I think we we put our voices first because I don't think any of us consider ourselves very great instrumentalists, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but but there's there's a lot of singing together and a lot of, you know, a lot of harmony. That's That's another thing. Like they're they're really, really, really good um, trained church going Mm -hmm. from this tall. They all grew up together Mm -hmm. and (laughs) they let it idiot like me sing you know I don't receive that for you I don't think he's an idiot y'all it's their job it's it's an honor you know and that's that's kind of the story in a nutshell that's cool I hope it didn't take the whole podcast no (laughs) it did not well with that like what's your favorite part about like playing for Steinmeisey like hearing them sing oh yeah no kidding Uh, I, I, I don't know how to how to say this uh, and not you know come off a certain way but sometimes you got to come off a certain way right hey come off a certain way uh, <laughs> when they sing yeah i love looking at people's faces mm. i love you know and then of course singing a note and having three just gorgeous voices sing harmony over it is a really good feeling cuz i have a well i was we all took a hearing test and like a pitch test. <laughs> Have I told you this story? No, no. you've not. <laughs> well, everyone got great scores, you know, yeah. and I couldn't find mine on the chart, you know. I, and so I'm like looking at everyone's sheets and Josh, of course, pitch perfect, you know. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Josh. <laughs> Jeff is, you know, right up there and like the A's, A minus kind of thing, A plus, you know, just mm-hmm. high scores and I can't find mine anywhere. And I'm sitting here going, I think... I think Josh's girlfriend at the time, Sam, said, well, maybe you're so good that it's off the charts. Well, she was right in a way. It was off the charts, just not in the right direction. Yeah. Right. So there's an asterisk next to my name, and I follow it down to the bottom, and it says possible pitch retardation. Oh. And <laughs> I, I don't receive that for you. Again, <laughs> I never thought in a million years that I would sing for a band for this reason. Wow. So when they would push me forward in the band to sing the songs. Yeah. To hear someone as skilled as them sing with me. I, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like a man in a wheelchair winning the Olympics. You know, I feel like something yeah. impossible was accomplished mm-hmm. in a way, you know, that, would, that you would think was impossible was realized. And we all know that now there's an entire Olympics dedicated to people achieving the impossible you know and i think that's the best feeling Uh, the best feeling is 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 their voices you know and of and of course gosh guys if you've ever 
you know, been to a Star and Micey show, it's it's a lot of fun, you know, and it's 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 not just it's not just the people we're having a blast, mm-hmm. you know, I, and and I think that that's. Speaking of which, you can go to one soon. You can, yes, real soon. September 25th. Nice, Kate. You just segued <laughs> right into that. You know? That was perfect. She was waiting for that moment. <laughs> at, at where? Laughlin Yard? Oh, we were I just saw that talking about it. Yeah. Was it? We're going to share it. Yeah. Okay. It's on, yeah. She's not a one. Mm, I think Laughlin Yard shared it. Okay, something. cool. It's like, a farmer's fest, I believe. Because mm. we just went to Laughlin Yard that. for the first time oh, for 901. That was the best. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Y'all, it's a cool last little place. Loved it. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Loved it, yeah. Yeah. It is gorgeous. Okay. Shout out to them. If you guys want to sponsor, you sure can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, guys... We're making everyone famous on this yeah, show. Yeah, everyone's right? famous. So it's got to go both ways, <laughs> You're right? a podcast You're famous. a podcast. <laughs> Scovia is shaking her fingers like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> on God. Podbox famous. That's what you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real in a bag in. Real in a bag in. Yes. yes. Um, so how would you say that y'all's... Memf- y'all... Okay. Uh, y'all's music uh-huh. is influenced by Memphis in particular. It's another great question. You guys, the, the thing that comes to mind is probably, you, you know, unlike a lot of cities that I've been witness to as far as their music scene, it, Memphis doesn't have like a particular sound. Mm. And for that, I don't think anyone's ever, I don't think musicians in Memphis. Uh, you know, in Nashville, you kind of there's kind of a country thing going, you mm-hmm. know, or was. Now it's a lot more alternative. Now it's it's changed. It's Poppy. changed a lot. It's like country pop. Yeah, yeah. But everyone, when you think of Nashville, mm-hmm. you got a sound, sound that comes right. You do. Well, Memphis, you know, it's just a melting pot. You know, and I would say that the ability mm-hmm. to not be held into any ring or expected to. Or held to any kind of standards by other musicians. Mm -hmm. Everyone's kind of in it together here in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, Lord. Uh, That would be the biggest influence is the ability to do anything you want and not be chast, you know, not being, um, oh, well, that's not this. So, you know, Mm -hmm. no one's ever said that to us here. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anyone ever will. I also think that's, you know, kind of the definition of, of, of rock and roll was a melting pot. Of different cultures coming yeah. together, you know that in any other city you could argue wouldn't have been possible, mm. especially in that time period. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, um, maybe Memphis has fed a little bit into y'all's lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hot. Oh yeah, we love them. We love Memphis. Yeah. We we're just its biggest fans, whether it knows it or not. Yeah, you know. Okay, that's real cool. We're we're big big Memphis fans. The thing, the thing that blows me away about this city is is how you can meet, you know, one person in this walk of life, mm-hmm. and almost ten seconds later, in the same area, yeah, meet the other side of the oh, of yeah. the life, and literally the next street, <laughs> yeah, the next street over, boom, you are talking to someone else, yeah. you know, and every one of those people has something yeah. to teach you, and I think. Most Memphians know that. And I think that's what makes us cool is that I think that 
everyone that lives here through that kind of behavior mm-hmm. over time has they're very open-minded mm-hmm. you know i i would say as a whole i would mm-hmm. say that memphians you know possess an ability to suspend themselves uh, almost from uh the day to day and and take in what god is kind of trying to show us all yeah. through each other and what is that you know that's life right everyone has something to show everyone else in the world mm-hmm. i think that you know you put that and you ball that up and make a city out of it and you're going to have some pretty great things come out of it and i think we have absolutely <laughs> i think we have so far we're you know. partial yeah we're biased <laughs> we're, yeah <laughs> but in the best way exactly so star Micey has played some epic festivals what are some of your favorites Ooh. Mm-hmm, to play out of course Ooh. My favorite, my favorite. Uh, oh, I don't want to make anyone mad, you know. No, not, hey, can I the say podcast, them all? I don't. Uh, what's your favorite? Like, my favorite was was because uh, you guys have done a, a couple actually. We've done a few. We did one in uh, Seaside where they filmed the Truman Show. That's amazing. Uh, and I got to stand outside Truman's house and yeah. say, In "Case I don't see you. Good afternoon, <laughs> good morning, and good night." You know, I did the whole thing. That was a dream come true. Yeah. Uh, trying to think um <laughs> Gil is that Gil no it's Gil of course it is no <laughs> yeah, I thought he was mixing a record in the other room <laughs> for y'all who don't know if you can hear that in the background that is our neighbors we are situated on music row it's actually our soundtrack <laughs> so that's someone rehearsing oh yeah well, there you go yeah, guys there you go we love music it for you. we just proved you know mm-hmm. how how integrated everything is maybe in the it was city. just Nicholas you just brought the vibes <laughs> He brought the vibes. <laughs> well, you do have a piano right there. We, we could do. do a song. <laughs> we'll oh, don't look at me. Sing. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Breaking my heart, Scooby. <laughs> Break my heart already. Mountain Stage. <laughs> NPR's Mountain Stage. That was my favorite. And it, it is... Um, they had a bunch of world music on there that blew my mind. Yeah. I'd never seen mm-hmm. instruments like that. I'd never <laughs> seen people... I mean, there was one band that I swear there was someone from every single country in the oh, band. Wow! It was like They're... Gogol Bordello, you know. It, but this yeah. was in West. Oh gosh, Jeff, Jeff Smith, call me on the phone and tell me these details. Phone a friend. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> this is Jeopardy. Uh, West Virginia? No, it's not right. It's a bad box. It's fine. It's up there, guys. It's, it's up there somewhere. 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 And there's somewhere. a West in the name. There it is. <laughs> Give me some states. Throw them out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was like I said I I'm trying to think <laughs> what was it West Virginia I'm sorry I can't move on guys until I found, find Western this out can... if there were only there was some kind of Africa. device that we had that were the 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 uh, Information of the world was yeah. at our fingertips. Something called Google. Or Google. <laughs> if I it, found look, it. If Google changed its name to Skynet, to in this scenario, that was. You should pitch w- it to them. <laughs> well, let me tell you. No. Ter- you know Terminator? That's. Yeah. Let me. They invented. Skynet is mm-hmm. the company that created the Terminators. Mm. So if that ever happens, and in the movie, mm-hmm. you know. They, they don't say where the name came from or yeah. who it was before they were Skynet. Yeah. But it's a lot like Google. Google, 
You're already famous, so we're we're doing the opposite to you <laughs> yeah, right now. Right. <laughs> we're gonna take so while he's trying to find this place, um, so is it Terminator? The last, well, I remember watching it in Uganda, and uh, it's kind of scary. The only thing I remember is him burning in lava. Oh god, that's right. See, that's, that's the right. only part I know, and I'm so terrified. And he can, you know, comes out with metal and have ah. That was the no, o- no. That was the only way to. To uh, kill him. He's right. That's the only traumatic part I saw. <laughs> the only way to terminate the Terminator. Just to burn him in. That's so sad. Let's not talk about yeah. that. I was right. You brought it up. I'm West sorry. Virginia, guys. It's West Virginia. <laughs> Boom. You said that, right? I don't know why I always second guess myself on these things. Don't do it. I don't need you, Jeff. Just own it. Don't do it. Just say it. Jeff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeff, you're invited next time. You are. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Singing to Jeff. Come on, come on. We're gonna have a song. Wise man say. And now if E was here, oh man, my heart just dropped. only fools rushing. But I, there he is. There's Pastor Elvis. They're not falling for it, guys. No. <laughs> We're not. No. He's at the front door. You can't fall for that. He's knock, knock. He'll, We'll see him on social media. Yes. <laughs> it's fine. And the video that you're making for him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You will be the first to know about it. Please do. Whoop, whoop. We'd love to uh, We love being the first. Oh, yeah. You will be the first. And our subscribers, which thank y'all so much for listening to yeah, us. we love you so much. Yeah, they would love that. So. You, let me tell you, um, this is the best podcast on this. Gil? <laughs> I'm biased, you know. <laughs> You've got a great podcast too, but not pretty ladies as well. It's, you realize that. Aww, he says, "We receive that." He says, "I know." <laughs> Gil's in a fishbowl, so he can't really like even. He can't even like defend himself. Yeah, he really can. I'm Where's hearing you? you, but not really. But not really. <laughs> but I'm I'll hear you nod and smile. You guys, <laughs> that's what he's doing. But y'all played South by Southwest too, didn't you? Uh, Five times, five or wow. six times. So you didn't just play it. You the were, last time you played it, yeah. you played it. Oh, you played it. Well, we did a show with Lucero <laughs> that, was that was one yeah. for the books. Couldn't. Uh, That's how we harmonize. You <laughs> guys, we you looking to join a band? <laughs> I got the one for you. <laughs> you guys haven't heard me sing yet. <laughs> I did the same thing. You did. It's that chair. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. I feel like it's so far away from. I, I got too excited. I, mm-hmm. You guys were singing. My life. <laughs> I just backed up. You know. <laughs> we harmonized. Yeah. We made it so. You song. harmonized and the, the whole thing came apart. <laughs> yeah, you did. I wish we had brought a guitar. We could have Kate sing it. I'll play it. And she, Next time. Actually, fun fact about Kate. Dun, dun, dun. She actually writes songs. She's a songwriter. And she has an amazing voice. Well, now, <laughs> well, now hold on a second. You know, oh, yeah. I don't play anything, though. So last I, like, time I asked it, someone from a, for a CD, Kate. <laughs> I'm telling you. she's She already has, like, what? A bunch of songs. Last time I asked someone for a CD, you know. Yeah. I'm it changed my life for 10 years. <laughs> so I don't know if I got another 10, but <laughs> give me that CD. We're speaking that into existence. There it is. Somewhere. <laughs> so many CD. decades. That's amazing. No, but no, you really do have a great voice. Oh, I wish mm. that. Go, boat, go. Go, boat, go. Go, boat, go. Yes. I just thought that you love the Beatles, and that's one of your favorites. 
my that's how i love to my dad how i got into my dad that's how i got into and he listened shout out to dad who listens to to every podcast and he has this bitmoji okay people don't know what a bitmoji is it's a cartoon version okay um i feel like i sent you one it's an emoji but it's you it's It's your avatar that you create it looks just like you oh lord we're gonna know my friend from work clara yeah, she's one the of me. best. Shout yes. out to Clara. That's how we met. That's uh, how we met. Yeah, shout out to Clara. I would have never known Nicholas. Miss Claudinia, if you're listening, <laughs> thanks for my bitmoji because now I'm cool in front of these people. <laughs> yeah. It came back. No, 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 but it's great. We'll yeah, post ours. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put it on well, Instagram. That's how I got into like liking rock and roll and anything. Mm-hmm. You know, the. The oldies was my dad, and he was a huge Beatles fan. Well, they knew something. They, yeah. Those guys kind of knew a thing or two, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they have like Memphis roots kind of sort of too, because they said if there was no Elvis Presley, there never would have been a Beatles. You got that right. Mm-hmm. John Lennon famously quoted, uh, he said, we just loved those Sun Records, and all we wanted to do mm-hmm. was sing like Elvis Presley and play guitar like Carl Perkins. And boy, did they do... Hey, they did something, didn't they? Yeah. They may not have done those two things, but they did a good job doing what they do. (laughs) So let me say, what is your second favorite? Uh, Song? Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm going to say... Blackbird is not my ultimate favorite, but... That's my number one. Is it? That's my number one, is Blackbird. Uh, as, As an aspiring songwriter myself, I... I think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think, think it's number uh, two for me, but I want to see if you can name name the first one. Yeah, all you need is love. No, is that too? Do I need to go deeper? Mm-mm. It won't be long. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It won't. Is it won't be long? No, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I won't yeah. put you on the spot too much. No, 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 no. It's put him on the spot. <laughs> George Harrison wrote it. Something in the way. No. You no, not that one. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Do you know the story behind that? No. <laughs> he was going to shoot himself. No. <gasps> I'm not kidding. It, well, he as he tells the story. He was he'd had enough for whatever reason. His nerves were broken. He he was broken, and he was going to end it all. Wow. And he said, "I'm going to go outside and take one look at my last look at my garden, and I might even do it there." Mm. And he comes out. And he said it was a totally cloudy day. Yeah. And he sits down in his little Zen garden that he had built for himself. And he said he looks up and he's just asking God for a reason, a sign yeah. to not do this. And he said the clouds opened up and it's. he said it might have been in his head, but a beam of light comes down the sun just on him. And he said he right there, he went right back inside. Here comes the sun. I love it. Because you do I like mean, here comes the sun plug. Here comes the sun. Do, 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 do. We did it good. <laughs> Here comes the sun. I say. It's all right. You're good. You're good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> just magic here, you guys. <laughs> the pond bugs where everything is produced. Okay. I feel like we could just speak to you for hours. But we really can, yeah. literally. Well, call me back. Yes, anytime. It's definitely what's going to happen. We're going to have me. a <clears throat> Behind Bluff City party. Call mm-hmm. me, Everyone's y'all. Coming. Oh, yeah. Everyone's so, coming. Star and Micey actually have a new album called Get Them Next Time. Get Them Next Time. Was that good? <laughs> <laughs> Was that? Yes, it's out now. Um, and you all have been actually waiting for six years of wins and losses, right? Yes. Like you said, um, to put this record out. So, the goal is to make everyone smile. 
yes. with this record. So mm-hmm. how can people find it? Plug yourself, Nicholas. Plug it. Plug it. Plug oh, yourself. Uh, yes. You can find it on all the major, um, you know, iTunes. Mm-hmm. I believe you can get it on Spotify. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they did with that. But um, 30 Tigers from Nashville ended mm-hmm. up putting it out. Okay. Um, and it was just, like you said, after six years of unbr- not being able to release music. Yeah. We have six years of music, and it's coming, guys, okay, you know, awesome. now that we have a way to do it. But awesome. it's coming. And the first one, we called Get Him Next Time, you know, mm-hmm. because that has been our motto for a very long time, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, but like you said, you can get it on the internet, <laughs> most places. The interweb. <laughs> Or just come to a show and I'll give it to you personally, you know, then that might be the best way to get it. And walls, we'll all draw cartoons on it and, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) make it unique and give it to you. What's your website? (laughs) Star and... I'm thinking it's starandmicey.com, but I got to tell you... Mm -hmm. Check your facts. (laughs) Check my facts. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But you all have a Facebook page. Absolutely. Yes. Facebook uh, would be a way to get it. And Instagram. Mm -hmm. I just heard that there was a new website and it's not up or something. I I don't know. We'll check that, guys. Okay, perfect. Well, we'll plug all you guys, you know, all the information. Come out to the Laughlin Yard. Come out to Laughlin Yard and get it yourself. Uh, Tell them Scovy and Kate sent you. Yes. And And uh, we'll give you... We'll be there. Yeah. So you I will say hi definitely to be there. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you come, we're getting a CD. Yes. <laughs> well, if you're a guy, well, you'll get a hug. Duo. We'll yeah. Get, if you're we'll a girl, a you'll get a hug. There but, it is. Okay, I like and that. And that's if you mention this podcast when you when you buy the record. Mm. That's a that's a that's and a, a peck on the cheek from Nicholas. That's really what he said. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Just mention so a hug and a pickle on a trick. Is before that okay? We, yeah, <laughs> that's perfectly fine. Yeah, we got it. Hey, Lane is. He's but, a hunk. You know, before we let you go, mm-hmm. talk a little sure. bit about that album. Yes. Um, what is your favorite song? And I guess kind of like you said you have six years worth of music. Why this record? Why these songs? Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Did I just add 30 no, more minutes? Did you add like an hour and 30 minutes? Maybe. Uh, I just go deep. Well, yeah. Can I ask you this? How much time do we have left? About 10 minutes. About 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You got it. You were so positive, Scovia, by the way. <laughs> like, you are one that. of those people that I, you're like a faster even in that way. You just very, very. Inc- we're going to talk about Scovia for 10 minutes. <laughs> no. By the way, there's a band called Star My Seed. There's an album <laughs> called Get Him Next Time. Thanks. <laughs> so, y'all, I'm very melanous and I am blushing under this melanin. But I'll just bl- I'll blush with my teeth and I'll smile. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I tell you, uh, we gave the producer 137, I don't remember the number, it was some weird, it was over 100 songs. Okay. It was oh, approaching 150. <laughs> yeah, and so he, he had his work cut out for yeah, him. I'm going to need know. a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, right. So he, he kind of told us, you know, this is what I would like to do, and and we we came up with those songs. I think... The, they ended up being the most relevant at the time, and I think they were actually the, with the exception of two of them, we had just written every one of them, so they were wow. very fresh, mm-hmm. you know. The other hundred, <laughs> we'd played a lot, you know. It, we, we've even recorded before, you know. We had never recorded all but two of these, and mm-hmm. and uh, that album was made in Valdosta, Georgia, in a ballerina studio that we were in for twelve hours a day for thirty-one days. Wow, and. It was hot. It was a lot of music. I mean, 
all the microphones, there was only five microphones um, from about 1951 to 1959 dated. Mm -hmm. And that this, I think the record sounds really big, but I think it's worth telling the audience that they were recorded with microphones from the 50s and yeah. only five of them. In fact, I only saw three used. Oh, wow. Yeah. And for this day and age, it seems yeah. a little avant-garde to do it that way. But this well, guy... I kind of felt that... Not that in particular when I was listening to some of these songs, um, but the, it kind of takes you back in time a little. If it, I got that kind of feeling to it, you know, and thank you for saying he would love Mark Neal would love to hear you say Mark. that. He is <laughs> Shout the out producer. to Mr. Neal. Shout out to Mark Neal, the producer of this record. He, mm -hmm. you know, he did an outstanding job when it when it comes to um, taking a band that could go and in my opinion, mm -hmm. so many stylistic directions mm -hmm. saying, this is what you're going to sound like this mm -hmm. time. You know, and what we were going to do is make a record that had funks, a funk song, soul song, blues song, you know, Americana song. Yeah. We, we were just all over the place in our minds, you know, but we didn't think it mattered. And he said, no, you gotta, you need a sound, man. Yeah. You know, you need, you can't be everywhere at once. And, and we said, why not? You know, and he said, no, nah, you just, you just he said, you can do that, but do it on a record basis mm -hmm. instead of a song basis. You yeah. know? So he said, this record's going to sound. And then he played us about 500 records from 19, I'd say era 1950 to 1969. Wow. And he said, every time he would play a record, he'd be like, that's what it's going to sound like. And then he would play another record. And mm. That's what it's going to sound like. He'd play the zombies. And then he'd be like, that's what it's going to sound like. And we were like, Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anything you want, Mark Neal, you know? And, yeah. And we eventually got around to making that record. And I got to say, the fact that you would say that would probably, I need to talk a little about Mark Neal. He is dressed like he's from 1951. That's mm -hmm. awesome. And he lives it. His wow. house is, Yeah. you're stepping back in time. Cool. His studio, you were in, in 1950. You mm -hmm. know, that is his I mean, he looks like Roy Orbison. I mean, he's mm -hmm. just he's just from that time period. He mm -hmm. has the tucked in button up shirt with the little pin on it, like the engineers used to do, you know. Mm -hmm. And always a tie, you know, always <laughs> a tie. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he looks like something out of the movies. Mm -hmm. And when I remember first meeting him and thinking, like, oh my god, where, who is this guy? You know, <laughs> where's he come from? <laughs> and so he is truly like just experiencing Mark Neal is like going back in time. So mission accomplished you yeah. know what i mean for you Kudos to say that to my dynamic yeah. duo mission accomplished oh man there was is a good like i guess very good observation i mm -hmm. not one that i've heard often i've heard a lot of people say there's a lot of bass on it and, <laughs> and i think he did that for a reason i think mm -hmm. he was really mad at dubstep at the time and again he's got a guy who lives <laughs> in the 50s and he's trying to understand dubstep <laughs> yeah and i was trying to explain to him i said man it's not about like the noises and that i said it's mm -hmm. about the bass man yeah it's about the drop like <laughs> when that thing hits yes and everyone it's been like that for a while yeah. mark and he goes oh well i'll show them bass yeah. and he did <laughs> he did i think he did an amazing job you know if that was his goal he accomplished it and to the whole album you guys tells a story mm -hmm. and um each song does that they together do that um so what is your favorite song from the mine's lucky for you guys who want or care to know yeah and well, we're gonna play of, of <laughs> that did. song we're gonna, gonna play your favorite in the podcast I'd, I'd, i think it's get him next time yeah the, the title fun. track right. okay. yeah I, 
I, I was listening to a whole lot of Prince at the time. Yeah. This is when he was alive, and mm-hmm. I must have watched Purple Rain twenty times in my room. I'm not <laughs> afraid to say that, guys. You know, <laughs> yes. I mean, I may have at one time, but I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it is just well, Prince was an innovator. Yeah, you know? yeah. he was a storyteller. Absolutely. And and his, his exactly, and his 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 whole. If you can being. get over the kind of cheesiness of it, like. Yeah. And look at what he's doing, That's you know, and the notes he's playing, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yep. There's so much to learn from yeah. him. And I remember after about the 20th time mm-hmm. of, of listening to uh, uh, or watching that movie, I picked up my guitar and the first thing that came out was get him next time. And I d- realized that later it's Purple Rain backwards Reverse, yeah. oh well it's it yeah pretty much that's cool. yeah it, that's cool. it's purple rain backwards that's sorry cool. guys <laughs> i love that it's <laughs> great that's definitely now gonna people be... are gonna listen and be like <laughs> if you reverse that's the chords right. it's it it's a uh, i never meant to cause you any sorrow 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 that's definitely or I can't show you, but yes, it, you can. It is. You better it do is. it. It is. <laughs> they only imagine. <laughs> Here I go, watching the world go by, and it's tr- it it's yeah. If you inverse it, it's mm-hmm. purple and rain. Yeah. So I love that. that's well, great. Come out to Laughlin Yard. You want to plug that one more time for them? Laughlin Yard, September twenty fifth. That is a Sunday, mm-hmm. and it is for Farmer Fest. You would be supporting the local farmers market. Mm. Um, Mark Par- Parcell, I believe, has something to do with putting it on. If okay. he's not the man putting it on, but Laughlin is a beautiful place. These yes, two beautiful ladies will be there. We'll be there. We oh, got yeah. four singers ready to sing for you mm-hmm. and and you only. And if you pay us extra, mm-hmm. I'll come. We up really stage. will just sing <laughs> just for you. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be going live, y'all. So you will see us on good, Facebook good, good. live yes. that day. Yeah, we're gonna absolutely. We're doing that. Do it. But thank you so much, yeah. Nicholas. You're Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank we you for you. for letting me show up and do this. Absolutely. We love Talk your ear off. We love it. No, you did not. I don't receive that for you. It was perfect. And everyone on the pod box is going to be like, yes. Pod box. Again, They're if you like, come. I have to get that record. Yeah. And bleh, not even the record, which is great. A hug and a pack on a chain. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's really what you want. Yeah. Well, come on. Sunday, Absolutely. 20, uh, September 25th. Come yep. get a kiss. Mm-hmm. He's the one with the cool beard. Yeah. I mean, you can't miss him. You can't. You really can't. All right. But. All right. Thanks, you guys, guys. for tuning in. See you next time. Bye-bye. We'll get them next time. We'll get them next time. Get them next time. (laughs) This podcast is a production of OM Audio and the OM Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.